Chris Watkin here, joined by Mike Nettleton from Not Dayton, and we're here to talk about how CRMs are treating estate agents as second-class citizens. A bit strong, but I think the, 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 the reality is that the CRMs have a really, really difficult time in terms of actually providing agents with what they want. Um, in terms of in, 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 in the real world, we all have access to things like Outlook. We have access to things like Calendly. We have things, access to things like Zoom. They're five, ten pounds a month. You plug them in, they do one thing, it works. From a CRM point of view, it's a massive challenge because they've got to do this whole broad spectrum of tasks. They've got to do them to a pretty good score out of ten. Um, and, you know, the estate agents are demanding. Do you think the, the traditional legacy CRMs have got their day? I, I think that's the word, isn't it? I think legacy. Um, I think if you look in the estate agency space, and you wouldn't have to look too far, 10 or 15 years ago, if someone said, I'm building my own CRM, you'd go, you're mad. You know, don't do it. I know people have done it. They wish they didn't. Um, whereas, you know, we... We, we, we'd need more fingers than toes I mean, pretty quickly. I mean, nowadays, you know, people, you've got Salesforce, you've got HubSpot. Correct. Active, you know. Yeah. Active, you know. There's, there's, there's very little. If, if you've got the right mindset, you know, you look at Luke, you look at Assad, um, you look at, you know, the, you know uh, Preston Baker, etc. It can be done. And it can be done for, you know, on the one hand, a lot, you know, was it a lot of money or was it actually relatively cheap? You know, it depends on your perspective. Yeah, but you're dealing with people there and you're a part of them who mm. are taking a step away from the coalface and working Correct. on the business and not in the business. Most estate agents, even those with a number of chains, are yeah. too close to the coalface, aren't they? Which is very true. But then again, if you were to shift CRM or to do something, a similar type project, the onboarding is still quite a significant project. So I think over the next five years, there's going to be a massive move towards um, you know, people building their own CRMs. Because if you go into the various chat rooms and someone says, you know, which CRM should I go to? It's not clear because it really isn't. No, I mean, my, my favourite always used to be Repit, but mm. I just feel they've just gone slightly off the boil, a little bit boil in the last couple of years. Um, yeah, strange. But then the question is, what are the CRMs and other prop tech firms who are, in essence, could be, my words, not yours, mm. almost selling snake oil or reliant on being cash cows? What do they need to do? Um, I think they've got to bite the bullet, really, um, because effectively they've got a depreciating asset, haven't they? In as much as if they're not investing in it, you know, Moore's law, you know, computing power doubles every two years, then, you know, your CRM's got to match that because there is an expectation from the public, and, and I am a member of the public, that, you know, okay. software should be able to do X, Y, and Z. So really, um, anyone out there, you could set up your own CRM system. I think the big one is to make the swap over really easy, and I think some of these firms could, could end up losing sort of a lot of their business. Uh, yeah, whoever can, whoever can deliver a three-parts decent CRM on a Salesforce base um, is going to have the floodgates open. Their biggest challenge will be coping with demand. Thank you for your time. Perception. Thank you. Pleasure.